Well, hey, everyone, welcome to week two of this conversation that we are having and these brief little podcasts that we're offering as a way of trying to uh, revisit and, and maybe debrief a little of what we are hearing from this community as we go through this discernment process. Um, first, let us just express our gratitude. Yes. Absolutely. Deep, deep, deep gratitude. Yeah, just so grateful for the way in which um, everyone engaged on Sunday. And we hope that those who were with us on Sunday come back the next two weeks. <laughs> Absolutely. Please come back. We had good <laughs> conversations and it was, it, it did my heart really good to see conversations coming like they did on Sunday. So yeah. it was beautiful. Yeah. So come back. And if you weren't able to be with us on Sunday, you know, by all means, for goodness sake, please come. <laughs> I mean, it's There's not, more space. We had more space. Yeah, we had more space. And it's not like you have to, you know, you can only come if you come to all, all three of these yeah. uh, conversations. So goodness gracious. I, it's just so important that as many people as possible can be here because then we get the clearest picture really of this community. Um, and that is what we're looking for because it, the clearest picture of who this community is right now will then of course help us really determine how to move forward the best. So we're going to share just a few thoughts here. Um, again, we are certainly not going to say everything. We are looking at a massive board here of all the sticky notes from Sunday. Um, we've read, I think every one of them here, both Teresa and I, and we're, we're not going to be able to address each one of them, but we're going to try and say a couple things about, Maybe a few themes that we're noticing or some, some things that are repeating themselves as we look over uh, the, the feedback that we got. Yep. So the first few questions we talked about on Sunday um, were all about embracing the other, um, about having our arms open wide as a community and how we can embrace other people, right? And invite them in and just be hospitable, welcoming people. Um, so as we looked at that, some of the big themes that were coming out here, it's super interesting to me to look at all of these and say, we asked people to look pretty, pretty big outside of ourselves. Yep. And this community of people is so beautiful and wonderful that they look and say, all right, let's look within our spheres of, of influence. Where are our neighbors and are there spaces that our physical neighbors mm. aren't being welcome. So there's there's a lot of talk on talk, writing, yeah. <laughs> talk through writing. Yep. That's what yep. it is Very good. on beautiful post-its um, about our physical neighbors of the building of the branch and yeah. some of the schools in the neighborhood and how we can be welcoming and embracing to, to people in those organizations and schools. Um, I just thought it was a beautiful picture of knowing that embracing the other can sometimes feel really daunting and huge and there are always steps to take right in front of us right so yeah. um that was a great reminder and a really interesting theme that came out through some of these these ideas on sunday yeah it's such a, a beautiful thing that this community is is one that is paying attention to or at least if we're, you know, there are seasons in our lives where maybe we don't pay as much attention as we'd like, but there's sure. a, at least an awareness that the work for me, for us, is probably going to primarily be right in front of me. 
Yeah. And so we did definitely see that. I think the other thing that stood out to us, because we asked people to both think for a moment about what we have done that uh, was, was a way of embracing the other. So looking back, and then, of course, we invited people to look ahead and imagine what could we do, what would embrace look like in the future, what could it look like. And it turned out, as best we can tell, that, that both what we hope for in the future and what we have done in the past are connected. That actually what we are hoping for in the future is more of what we have experienced or done historically. So we can point to things that we have done to try and better engage the conversation around um, equity, justice uh, in the world, but there's still a hunger in the future for more of that same. And perhaps because we've done some work and there's more work to do, we might also be able to be a community that opens its arms wider to the other in terms of racial difference, ethnic difference, um, or the work that we've done around becoming open and affirming for the LGBTQ community, wanting to do that more. How might we communicate that more? How might we open our arms more? So there were clear connections. Would you say, would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. As I was looking at it, it just seems like the things that we've done as a community in the past and the things that are that that are hoped for in the future like all of those things have just built upon one another right that we learned some lessons and things that we did really well and things that we wish we would have done better um and there's yeah there's beautiful connections to it all about building on one another too yeah it's beautiful so again we're you know we're not going to be able to say everything there is to say but those are a couple of general themes that stand out. I mean the months ahead are going to be us having to make decisions and choices about what neighbors we might invest in, right? Um what specifically might we do around equity work or around diversity? That's all to come and is is kind of the next step. But what we're doing here these three weeks, just to again be clear, is we're trying to get a sense of what's on our mind and on our heart collectively so that then we can figure out and move in, in a direction um, that really resonates and aligns with who we all are at the moment. So, okay. The second half was about embracing each other and making... Um, how do we do that? And we looked, did we look, I think we looked maybe back briefly on that too, but we also asked people to dream. What would it look like if we were to better embrace each other within the branch? Teresa, what stood out as we looked over these sticky notes? Food, lots of food. <laughs> yeah. I love the branch and I love that the branch loves food. That's why, um, yeah, big part of why I'm here. Um, just kidding, kind of. <laughs> No, as I look at all of all of the ideas that were written out here and all of the the hopes and dreams here, there's just an intentional carving out of space for relationship building, whether that's during worship or whether that's on a night in the week or in a weekend or some other gathering. It is very much a desire for relationship building and for community building. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we're coming out of a pandemic mm -hmm. hopefully soon mm -hmm. um that 
has pulled us apart relationally a lot, you know? So there is a desire to get back to, to some of the things that we've done in the past, but there have been some really beautiful ideas up here about even changing the way we do Sunday mornings, yeah, right? That was right. a very intentional question we asked. Right. What should we be doing on Sunday mornings? What shouldn't we be doing on Sundays? So yeah. there was, I really appreciated people's honesty and that they knew they had the freedom to say whatever they wanted. For example, Chris's son came up to a microphone and said, Dad, maybe you shouldn't preach so much. (laughs) Which which got Uh, a chuckle, right? But it's it's the willingness of people to dream and to think differently and to creatively imagine new things too. Right, right. I I, I agree, of course. You know, I, I think that idea of me preaching less, we all chuckled about it. But um, as you're saying here, no, maybe that is actually something we need to think about a little bit. Um, Or preaching differently that allows for us to connect a little bit. You know, like nothing really should be off the table right now. And everyone should know it's not like tomorrow, next Sunday, or I guess in a few weeks here when we kind of get back to a more normal Sunday morning it's not like it's we're going to burn everything down and you know it's going to look <laughs> completely upside down right um but the the permission to dream yeah and that that is what struck me i think about this time the the kind of second half and maybe the whole morning in general because you know there was this lament kind of hanging in the room we're thinking about embrace how do we embrace the other how do we embrace each other as as you said Teresa it was inevitable that the pandemic came up both a lament of how it has taken away rhythms that we might otherwise have been able to practice. And also it still feels like this huge roadblock. Sure does. It's not over. Uh, You know, we feel kind of hamstrung um, by it understandably. And yet I think on Sunday, we also saw people start to flex the muscle of their imagination again. And throw out ideas that, yeah, may never come to be. But that really actually in some ways isn't the point of these Sundays. I think a big point is actually to start working the muscle of our imagination, which Mm -hmm. I think has had to kind of go dormant the last two years. I think the last two years has been largely about how do I survive today? Right. Not, Not how do I dream about a year from now? Please, who's been doing that? I don't know? dare dream for a year right. from now sometimes right. during the pandemic, right? Because everything's going to change tomorrow anyway. Change. So, and, and the world is still going to change and the pandemic is not over. We Again, we're acknowledging all of those things, but we're also trying to ask ourselves together, you know, how, how do we define, how are we going to shape the new or the next normal? Because that is going to be within our, capacity we will have choices that we can make about what life looks like in the months ahead and we're trying to dream even crazy ideas like Sunday morning with an intermission and drinks (laughs) someone wrote that you know I don't know what kind of drinks they're talking about I think we're probably on board either way um true statement right so there that will that idea ever happen what does it even mean I don't know it's not actually Maybe the most important question, I think maybe the most important question is, are we opening ourselves up 
to the fresh wind of God's spirit? Mm. And are we allowing ourselves because it takes courage to dream. It's gutsy to dream, especially with all that we've been through when we probably have had some dreams the last two years that have been dashed. So it's real courageous to dream. Can we be open to the spirit of God? Yeah. who might want to speak something to us and lead us into new directions. Um, that's what we're trying to do these few weeks here. Yep. As you're talking, I'm reminded of, I took a anti-racism class at the seminary a, a while back and we were lamenting how heavy everything mm. feels and how hard it's even, how hard it is to take a step in the middle mm-hmm. of all that. And this very brilliant professor said, we as Christians are the keepers of hope. And we're the Mm -hmm. people who dare to hope, Mm -hmm. rooted in our faith, who dare to dream, right? So what a beautiful image to to come away from Sunday morning. The people who dare to dream and dare to hope. Yeah. Yeah. Amen and amen. Probably a great way to end. Yes? Amen. All right. We'll be back next week, and and hopefully, again, we see you on Sunday, whether that's here in the building or online. Um, We hope to see you soon. Have a great week, everybody. Take care.